Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. Well, hello everybody, this is Dungeon Master Academy. I have an interesting topic. We're going to take a little bit of a break from the core rules. We're going to have a bit of a discussion about one of the more interesting subject matters related to Dungeons and Dragons. And I know this could be a bit controversial. I know there's a lot of people out there that play many different editions and for newer players who are coming into 5th edition for the most part, I'm sure there's been a lot of culture context around it uh political context around it and generational is still okay i think um and i think these are the healthy conversations we need to have because this game is meant to be fun enjoyable sometimes you're playing with your family sometimes you're playing with your friends if you're like me and you love the game so much you're always looking to get new players on board you're always seeking out new ways of sharing your passion with other people which is pretty much why I, why I started Dungeon Master Academy is I really wanted to give people a safe place to have a conversation learn how to play be able to ask questions so don't forget if you feel inclined come visit us on our Facebook page Dungeon Master Academy you can also find me on patreon uh, the Dungeon Master Academy as well uh, discord I'm also on anchor uh, plenty of my links out there, um, and, I'll, and I'm doing my best to bring this content as affordable as possible. With that in mind, if you can afford a cup of coffee, a cup of coffee a month, feel free to sign up on the Patreon and uh, get your membership supported through a tier. I do offer one-on-one -on -one sessions, and I also offer one-on-one uh, -on -one advice sessions. I can even host a one shot and teach you how to play so back to alignment so what is alignment alignment is a system well, i shouldn't say system alignment is a mechanic that seems to have transcended all of the versions of dnd even since chainmail now i think it's intent pre-narrative right um, the narrative concept of D&D really didn't catch much traction, I think, holistically, until maybe 3.5. And the reason why I say that is the amount of modules and content available for DMs and GMs to run games, predominantly mechanical-driven, predominantly driven by how the module was formulated. Now, for me, I've always been a very homebrew person, even after my second or third year of playing, I immediately switched to homebrew because it was just my comfort level. And as always, if you know approaching your comfort level makes you have a more enjoyable game, I always recommend that approach. <clears throat> However, with that in mind, the interesting thing is about alignment. To me, it always seemed like a tropey mechanic that allowed both players and GMs and DMs to assign a perceived behavior associated to your character and therefore limit and restrict your character's ability to do certain things. Well, how's that so? Well, if you're 
you know, the th if you're one of the three basics, right? Lawful, neutral, or evil, right? And then there's a fourth called chaotic, right? So lawful, neutral, e evil. A lawful meaning you will do it. No matter what, that's your lawful intent. Neutral means you're going to be neutral about anything. It's the most flexible. Evil means you're evil, right? I mean, the mechanic is quite simplistic about that. And then chaotic. You, you, the very nature of who you are is chaos. It's you're anything you want to be. You could derive your outcomes however you choose. So with that in mind, does this mechanic make sense anymore? Does this mechanic usable in any or all the versions? I think it depends on how you run your game. It depends on how the players choose to interpret alignment. Now, for a while, I had already transcended my games to the point where if you're in one of my campaigns, however your character started, they were never going to be the same by the end of the game if they survived the game. This is because as a character, you're going to evolve in my open world. So are you capable of evolving if you're lawful neutral, chaotic evil, lawfully evil, chaotic good? You know, does it make sense to have an alignment if you're already going to immerse yourself in a world where you can determine on a regular basis how the world is impacting your character. So to me, alignment then suddenly became a bit tropey. It became a mechanic. I wasn't sure what to do with, you know, but by second and third edition or by AD&D second edition and by 3.5, I was starting to use alignment merely as an influencer. Um, you know, it would influence you or, or not influence you based on your base alignment, which is your base understanding of how your character saw themselves in the world. So a character with a chaotic neutral lineage or ancestry or nature, right? I would view their interpretation with a little bit of that in mind, but it really just became a sense of influence, a sense of flavor and, and how to flourish, you know, create flourishes for the story. Now, my next approach as soon as 4th and 5th edition came along, I began to really change how I interpreted alignment. And by 4th edition, I just ignored it. Um, I was already unhappy with most of the mechanic changes in 4th edition. I stuck with most of the 2nd and 3rd edition mechanics. But I gotta be honest, the 4th edition lore is amazing. And we'll come back to that later in a separate podcast because I think that's important to distinguish when you are challenging yourself with the notion of you know the different versions editions and all that and we, we can tackle that in a later podcast i don't think it's all too important at this point but alignment for me by fourth edition was done i decided to take a break from the game for about a year maybe two years i consumed a lot of the fourth edition lore and then as soon as fifth edition came out I finally have a, I had a framework that not only appealed to me, but it allowed me to take all the lore and all the best part of the mechanics that I loved throughout all the editions 
and distill it into the fifth edition framework. And what it finally allowed me to do for those that wanted to maintain the alignment mechanic, if your alignment was chaotic neutral and you were attempting to do something that was perceived as good, I might have you do a DC check with disadvantage because it goes against your moral principle of your base alignment. Now, as you begin to realize how DC checks work related to proficiencies and all the other things and how the open world is still influencing the persona of that character, the morality of that character, alignment just becomes less and less important because the 5th edition framework is such an excellent narrative that as a DM or GM that's like 80% narrative, 20% mechanic like I am, alignment really just becomes nothing more than a passive understanding for me. Now, in my next podcast, I do plan on talking about um, changing from uh, race to um, not, well, basically not using race anymore. I now call it either lineage or ancestry. I leave it up to the players. But I now bake the morality of your ancestry or the morality of your lineage into the backstory of how you're creating your character. That way, rather than having these very narrow, tropey, monolithic approaches to how DMs, GMs, and players view player characters, you can now begin to broaden the scope, to broaden the understanding of how a player character is interpreted in the world that you're immersing yourself in, which, you know, enhances creativity, it enhances the fun, it enhances, it, it actually makes it easier for DM and GMs to also incorporate backstories into arcs and sub-arcs. Um, this really helps DMs and GMs a lot, actually. For me, people's backstories, as long as they don't hit that five, six page mark, because that's a bit too much content for me, and we can talk about that a later podcast but with alignment becoming more and more diminished and alignment easily transferring itself into these backstories that can define or start the understanding of the morality of your character the ancestry lineage and how that feeds into your backstory and how you choose as a player or dm or gm to interpret that character's existence in an open world to me opens up a whole lot of options for everybody at the table. Now, if you're a DM or GM that uh, that wants to approach a play style of structure, rules as, wit as written, um, and you don't want to run an open world, um, obviously stick with the approach of, you know, running the module, build the characters as the rules are written. And if that's the way that makes you happy, then run it that way. Because once again, every version of this game that's come out, it's always been stated by the writers, the authors, the community that's always supported this game. Have fun at your table. Because if you're not having fun at your table, you're not having fun. So that's, you know, and I know alignment can be controversial for a lot of old school players new school players, but I think if you look at it holistically and realize that if you're following the general rule of a DM and GM where you ask your players, don't play yourself in real life, play your character, 
the character has a morality related to their backstory, ancestry, or lineage, that morality basically is going to play out in your open world, and that character is going to evolve. Alignment basically transcends into something that's just an old mechanic that's just not being used. Uh, similar to like percentile dice. Uh, in 5th edition, rarely are they used. In fact, Divine Intervention seems to be the only time on a regular basis. Although I know a lot of DMs and GMs will create outcomes at their table to help resolve issues with percentile dice, which I happen to think is another nice way of, you know, managing percentile dice. But so that's it for alignment. Um, in my next podcast, we're going to talk about um, basically race. And we're going to distill that down to why I think changing to lineage or ancestry makes more sense for me on how I run my game. may not make more sense for you, but as new DMs and GMs are trying to fit into this new modern space of D&D, I think it's worth having a conversation about. So this is Dungeon Master Academy saying have a great rest of your day, evening, week, wherever you might be, and stay safe out there.